So on Tumblr, fairly recently, within the last few months, they have introduced the ability to make polls, which you might oh, yeah. say there, there should have been the ability to make polls since 1995. But no, there wasn't just recently. So, functioning website, our favorite yeah, functioning our website. Our favorite functioning website that functions all the time. And the that recently there was a poll that circulated around the Legend Lark pod Tumblr. Oh, yep. That was who of Torva's children is the sexiest. Oh, that's and there right. Was, and there was wrong answers and right answers. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure we probably all voted on that. I mean, and of oh, course, yeah. it's like, the, you know, like they're yeah, sexy from the perspective of our characters. Yeah. So I just want to know who everyone voted for. Oh, yeah. Hold on, let me look. Because I know who I voted for. I don't even have to think. I know about who it. I voted for, too. Hold on, tell me. Tell remember. me. Who'd you vote for? I'm, wait, wait. I'm, should we guess who each other voted for? Yes. Wait, yeah, I think we should. But wait, let me let me find out wait, who yeah. I fucking voted for. Yeah, who did for you first? vote for? Me? Yeah. I felt weird about voting for it because they're all my children. That's true. You did say you didn't vote. Oh, yeah, I did vote. Yeah. Let's like Let's who, who, who would Cat have voted for? Wait, remind me. The, feeling the weird about it and feeling like Torva that they're all your children. <laughs> so it was Orestes was one, Phelan was one, mm-hmm. Evil Phelan was one. Yes, Milava, mm-hmm. uh, Loria. Yes. Uh, are there any others? Mary. Oh, Mary, Mary and Fran. Oh, Fran is an honorary. Yeah, Fran is oh, an honorary. I just, yep. I just re- okay, interesting, interesting. Because you know, I thought I knew who Noel voted for, but now I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, I bet you guys don't know who I <laughs> I know who you voted for. Okay. Okay, Kat. I think that Kat voted for. Well, actually, I want to say first, I think that at first I thought Noelle voted for Loria, mm. but now I'm like, did Noelle vote for Fran? Mm. I don't think Noelle voted for Fran. And I think that Kat also voted for Loria. No. Who did you vote for? Wait, wait, does anyone else want to guess? Okay, I want to guess who Kat voted for. Um, I think that Kat. Would either vote for Mary, knowing that she Mary is, is Mary is her greatest creation, and that she can't decide who's the hottest, or she voted for <sighs> Evil Phelan or Loria? Those are my two guesses for Cat. Well, we know she didn't vote for Loria. I think she voted for Evil Phelan. I voted for Orestes. <laughs> oh, wild card. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. no, I definitely look. In my, I have a very healthy relationship that's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. very strong and built on mutual mm-hmm. trust and uh, love. Mm-hmm. But I do find uh, evil fucked up characters sexy. Yeah, so, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's, they are sexy. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, well, that's fucked up. Why sexy? Okay, so I think, uh, wait, should we guess Noelle next or should we guess Juniper next? I'm never going to guess mine. Okay. Uh, Orestes. Mm-mm. No, it's not Orestes. We no. would definitely guess Orestes. Okay, Loria. If you no. say we're never going to guess, could it be Fran? No. Evil Phelan? No. Hold on. Regular Phelan? No. Mary? No. What? Wait, who are we forgetting? Milava? Milava? No. The I other. The other. <laughs> oh, you, you just didn't asshole. <laughs> Why did you not what? vote? I Okay, I thought I did, but I probably. Who would you have voted I for? I probably would have voted for original recipe Phelan. Okay, oh, I'm not nice, gonna lie. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. A valid choice. Um, did are, you, are we gonna guess who? I mean, you already have guessed Fran and Loria. Do you, yeah, yeah. Do you have a guess for me? Oh, um, wait, let me look at the list again. Hmm. I'm gonna guess Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I voted for Orestes too. <laughs> Sure. Okay. All right. That makes 
me, me that makes me incredibly happy. All right, who do you think I voted for? Um, let's see. The obvious answer would be Orestes also. Yeah. God damn it. But or Loria. Yeah. I, it, Loria is a close second for me, mm-hmm. but that's just because I love a big is love it, a tall sword lady. Is it be fucking Orestes? No. Okay. If we all guessed, if we all voted for Orestes, that would be that too so funny. I would not have, I did not no, vote you, for Orestes. Yeah, you voted for original recipe fan. I mean, like, don't get me vote. wrong, he's hot, but he's just, like, too fucked up for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean. Not me. <laughs> not me, I made him that way. Yeah. Uh, if anyone wants a hint, uh, it's that I've been projecting in my guesses for all of you. <laughs> So uh, so what, Loria? Yeah, yeah, Loria. Well, and Loria, Loria won, won the vote. Yeah, yeah. Loria yeah. Won. Well, I'm yeah. like, I was just like, Loria. Loria had um 29%. Mary had 23%, and then Orestes has 15%. Phelan has 13%. Everybody else is lower. Than I that. do. Loria is just so tragic. You I know? love <laughs> that the uh, other Torva kid in Court of Spears, that's a general, did get two percent of the votes. Wait, <laughs> doesn't that person not exist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't think that's I don't a think that's <laughs> yeah, no, so there, yeah, I don't think that's, that's a thing. Awesome. Yeah. There, is, yeah. there is another Torvus sibling oh. out there in, like, the unrealized yeah. canon. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, when you guys were in Torvus Jaw the first time, you wandered into, like, a room and uh, Laika found, like, a scrap of paper with some notes on it, right. and otherwise it was an empty room. But, you know. Well. Anyway, let's play D&D. My name is Kat, and I am a Tumblr sexy man. Hello, my name is Noelle, and I can't wait. I can't wait for Fran to collect the full set of nice, <laughs> of effed up Torva Sons and Data Resties. I'll look forward to that. Hi, my name is Juniper. I play Corbin, and how bad may be? So true, bestie. Hi, I'm Hannah. And I came in second in the Tumblr Sexy Man polls two times in a row, and it has <laughs> psychologically destroyed me. And I play Slake. There's a GoFundMe. If you listen all the way through this episode, there is a GoFundMe at the very end for Hannah's emotional recovery uh, from losing the Tumblr Sexy Man poll two Twice. times in a row. Twice. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Please, if you have, if you can, you know, reblog or share or whatever, anything helps. Anything helps. Anything helps. All right. Let's get started. So last time, y'all robbed a casino. It all came together. All of the pieces, all of the clues, all of the, the things you set up, they all came together. Yes. You um, had a very time getting uh, <laughs> one of the keys out of the oyster bucket at the restaurant, the uh, oyster <laughs> yeah. discard. I don't want to talk about it. I know you don't. You had a very time doing that. Uh, you managed to get the keys from Derek and then the guy behind the bar, who I, I'm sure I named and I've forgotten Derek. it now. Yeah, then you uh, made your way down into the safe, opened the safe, tripped a very bad booby trap, got pretty badly injured. Oh, yeah. But you didn't let that slow you down. You got 80% of the money in there and then you clouded your way out. You fart clouded your way out. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Slake, you went with Mary and you rescued the Estrins and got them out as well. So then uh, as pandemonium erupted behind you, you guys hightailed it out of the casino and back to your hotel across the street. And that is where we are now. Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Talk about a tense situation. 
You guys came here without me? <laughs> How did you survive? Slake, are you okay? Oh, uh, We're fine. Yeah, I mean... I know you're fine, Corbin. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> well, thank you for thinking of me. For I could have been in danger! I mean, yeah, but like... You I'm, know. I'm glad that we all made it out okay. Yeah. And uh, the Estrids, who you rescued, uh, they're also looking down at this crowd, and one of them turns to uh, Corbin and Fran and says... These surface dwellers are as barbaric as we ever thought. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. hey, all right. L- uh, listen, first of all, this city is not like the rest of the surface. Yeah. This is the bad place, okay? Like, there's there's all kinds of people on the surface, just like there's all kinds of people on Estra. People are just people. Like, let's just relax, okay? And the Estrans look at each other. And they seem a little unsure uh, about that, but they let it go for now. And uh, so Nightblade turns back to you and says, all right, well, it was, uh, you said you were going to pay me. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Oh, for sure. Okay. Uh, I open the bag of holding and we definitely pay her. We pay her. (laughs) She's paid. She's paid. And she is, you know. Generously paid. She she takes uh, out a little, like, purse and uh, fills it with with the coins that you give her and nods. A big purse, cat. <laughs> a big purse. A big purse. You guys actually, you you provide one out of the yes. bag of holding. Mm-hmm. And she, she weighs it in her hand and nods and says, well, I hope we never meet again. And Aww. then she heads to the door of the hotel room. It was nice meeting you too. Bye, Nightblade. Bye-bye. Not my name. And she is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty ironic she'd tell us that when she didn't tell us her real name. I know. Oh, well. <laughs> so now you have still a large pile of money. Do you do you do anything with it or is it just going to live I in the bag jump. of holding? I want to go into the bag of holding. I don't know if you should go inside of I bags. I just want to swim in the money. History. Carmen, I don't think you should do that. Well, then dump the money out so I can swim <laughs> in it. Then we have to put it all back in. Uh, whatever. Uh, so Mary... You hear her stir from the bed. Mary! And she puts up her hands to sign, Corbin, don't go in the back of holding. Are you all right? Uh, Mary sits up and, and she she waves you guys off and signs, I'm I'm fine, I'm fine. I, I just feel like I ate something weird. Uh, but, um, but you were, your eyes, you had like... Uh, weird tears. They were. They were. They weren't gold like normal. Like they. They were sort of black and bronze. Mm. Mary rubs at her eyes and and looks down at her hands where there's still a little bit of, of residue and sort of shakes her hands out and signs. I think that was just the monster magic. Maybe. I guess it feels sort of like when I've touched the void. It's it's void magic more than it's you know what. Fran or Corbin or I usually use. You can use void magic? I don't think I can. I think that's why it gave me such bad, um, indigestion. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what that was? (laughs) Mary, Mary nods and sort of like rubs, rubs her eyes again and and makes a face and goes, I just, oh man, I just feel like I drank some of Corbin's Crotey. Oh, no, no, Mary, that, that that would make you feel good. Oh, um, God, Mary, that sounds awful. No, because that no, because that would make you feel good, Mary. Mary, I'm so sorry. Stop apologizing. Uh, Mary, do you need a hug? Mary, Mary signs. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. And as she's as you guys are having this discussion, uh, you didn't notice, but 
behind you, the Estrins have dropped to their knees. They are on the ground, prostrating themselves and weeping. And Mary looks over your guys' shoulder and goes, oh, oh no, oh, she signs, get, get up, get up. Uh, she's just awkward. Mm. Finally, one of them glances up and sees her signing that they should get up. And uh, he, he says, but we failed you. We were, we were caught and you had to come put yourself in danger to rescue us. We, we are worms. And Mary goes, <laughs> Mary says, no, no, you're, you're, you're definitely not worms. Uh, if you were, Corbin would be eating you. No, you're not worms. That's true. That's true. Uh, uh, Fran, uh, can we money them? Oh, yeah. You want some money? Want some money? <laughs> what the fuck? Friend, don't be weird about it. Friend! I got your money right here. Listen, we're, we're sending you back to the Estrins with, with funds for the war. Well, we'll t- use most of the funds to hire a mercenaries, but here, take, take some, get yourself some decent clothes, and head straight to New Estra and let Laika know that we've succeeded and we're bringing mercenaries. And they, they nod and, and bow and scrape and they, they take the pouch of money that Fran, I assume you produce from the bag of holding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll go straight away. We'll go right now. And Mary says, okay. Okay, good. I, uh, uh blessings uh, upon you, I think. Blessings upon you. <laughs> and uh, they, they exit the room. Uh, once the, the Estrins have left, Mary sighs. And she looks around at you guys and signs, okay, so how do we hire mercenaries? I wish we would have asked Nightblade. I bet she knows oh, how. Oh, shit. You think she's still out there? Uh, I, I look down at the crowd and I assume <laughs> I see Nightblade, like, fucking cutting a guy's <laughs> <laughs> You You do. You look down at the crowd and you just see... Nightblade, as she is rounding the corner, somebody comes in, like, ready to swing at her, and she just, like, ducks under them, and you don't exactly see what happens, but the guy who is swinging at her falls over. Nice. <laughs> yes. And then she is gone. Okay. Shit. Well, fuck. I mean, Carvin's like, you guys have been here before, right? Like, you didn't meet anyone? Uh, uh well, I mean, the main person we hung out with turned out to be Jonbo, so. Yeah, oh. so... We did get robbed. Yeah, we got robbed. And that's, you know, when, when you think about it, that's kind of like a business transaction. <laughs> you got robbed and framed for murder. What about, what about the, what about that person you were flirting with, Slake? Do you think they... I wasn't... Anyway, uh... Oh, yeah. I don't... Where are they at? Yeah, they, they know some mercy. Can you guys make me a perception check? Oh, okay. Uh, I got pretty good. I think my perception is plus two, and if true, I got a 19. Let's see. Big if true. Big if true. 19 if true. Oh, I didn't realize my perception was that good. Uh, that's actually a 21. Ooh, Ooh. okay. Okay, Fran, uh, lower than that? Yeah. Uh, so it's like, you, as you're saying this, you didn't, you didn't flirt with them, and you're looking around the room, desperate to look at anybody else other than your friends. Your eyes land on somebody standing in the corner who you were absolutely 100% certain there was nobody in this room before you came in. I scream and I jump. (laughs) I grab onto Slake. The person standing there, once again, you were absolutely certain there was nobody in this room when you came in, but they're there now. This person is of medium height, dressed in a fine black tail coat, which looks a lot more rumpled than it must have started out in the evening. 
and they smile and slake. Something about them seems maybe familiar, but they're so utterly nondescript looking, you can't really place it. And I, this person looks and smiles and says, well, I had a feeling you would be interesting. And it seems my gods were correct. I have already taken out one of my picks from the bag of holding, and I am pointing it right at them. They look at you like a, a little bit shocked, a little offended. They place a hand over their heart and say, we had such a lovely conversation at the hotel, and now you draw blades on me. Uh, how did you get in our room? This is the person? I wasn't like, why did you invite them to our hotel? I didn't, hey. I didn't invite anyone. I can't believe you brought this person back here to do weird stuff with I, them in our hotel. I, I, I pick you up, Corbin, and I shake you. <laughs> yeah, but why, Slake? Slake grits their teeth and, 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 and looks at Fran, but then refocusing, sets Corbin down and looks at this stranger and, and says, I don't know why you're familiar, but you're confusing me and I need you to stop. We had such a lovely conversation at the casino. I think and this the, is the you, person you'd seduce. I, we've you, been over this. I wasn't trying to. flirted with this person. You don't even recognize oh, them anymore. And they are laughing really hard right now. They are loving this. Uh, what was their name? Like, ah, shit. Or like, oh, yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, oh, no points at you, Corbin, and says, right. Right, 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 right. <laughs> See, I remember them. I didn't even talk to them. Wow. It is lovely to make your acquaintance, finally. I didn't realize there were so many of you. And uh, Ona looks around the room and takes everyone's measure and pauses looking at Mary for an uncomfortably long moment. And then sort of nods as if somebody said something and says, All right, well... My gods didn't give me any further instructions, just said that it'd be interesting to come talk to you, so... I, um, look really upset, and I look accusingly at Ono, and I say, You say you serve the Kiloni! Why? Your face! It's, 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 it's familiar, and it's not familiar, and it's just like Jonbo, and, and... Ono looks interested, and says... You have encountered the mask maker. Interesting. I thought no one had seen him in a very long time. Huh. If this is you, Jonbo, you better not be doing a bit. <laughs> uh, oh. oh, that would be good, wouldn't it? No, no, uh, uh, I can understand your confusion, but no, I am simply blessed by the trickster and the thief, and they are... Cousins to the mask maker. As right. And uh, they had an artifact of his, which I am the humble recipient of. And they pull out from their uh, tunic, they pull out that mask they were wearing, the two toned mask. Yeah. They show it off and they sort of turn it around. And you can see on the back side of that mask is lines of very fine writing, uh, God's writing. Which, Fran, when you look at it, you, you aren't able to, you know, examine it very closely, but you can recognize words for obfuscation, for passing without being seen, 
it's basically like every spell for stealth has been written into this mask. Little mask. And uh, Ono shows it, and then they, they tuck it back into their doublet and say, This was a gift from John Bow to the Killany, and from the Killany to me. And I wear it with pride, at all times, even when it is not on my face. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm sorry, I got upset. I am interested in to know why you have such a heated reaction to the presence of the mask maker, though I suspect we do not have time to get into it. No, it's fine. It's none of your business anyway. So you came here because you wanted to see what we were up to. I had no opinion on it, though I find your antics at Wiley's Casino rather amusing. But my gods put me there for a reason, and I had a feeling the reason had to do with you. And so I followed you all here. My gods do not uh, give me particularly clear instructions. It is not their way, but I know when they are guiding me. And they have guided me here. But to do what, I do not know. So, what do you need? What services can my gods and I render for you? You know any mercenary, uh, like, full-ass battalions for, for sale? Sell swords. Sell swords? Like a lot. Not my area of expertise. Uh, useless. But uh. I do know that there are three mercenary companies currently in the city. I could make some introductions if you made it worth my while, and they look very pointedly at that bag of holding that you've got there. Fran, get the teeth. <laughs> um, yeah, I pull out the bag where the teeth and the gems come out of. <laughs> and hey, you want this? Ono looks at it and, and holds out a hand. And uh, when you when you hand it over, they start pulling teeth, teeth, gem, teeth, teeth. <laughs> try Ono, try oh. eating one. Ono looks at you, Corbin. Not the teeth, to be clear. Uh, Ono takes one tooth and one gem and pops them both in, <laughs> in their mouth. Yeah. Slake looks impressed. <laughs> Ew. It tastes salty. This guy gets it. Uh, I didn't say it was pleasant. Interesting. <laughs> uh, acceptable. Acceptable payment. Uh, <laughs> well, there goes our teeth back. Yeah. We weren't using it anyway. Slake, <laughs> Slake mutters under their breath. Damn it, he's winning me back over. <laughs> Uh, so Ono tucks away the teeth bag, very pleased with it, and says, Well then, there are three mercenary companies currently in the city. The Black Kestrels will be the most bang for your buck, so to speak. They're the largest mercenary company in the city, and they can mobilize very quickly. Uh, they're not the most disciplined, but uh, Grenhelmark is a decent sort, as long as nobody else offers more coin. He will serve you... Well, he'll serve you well. His fighters are very capable. What was his name again? Grim Hallback. Grim Hall... And that's the leader of the Black Kestrels? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, oh no. As well, if they're not your speed, then perhaps you will like the Kukui Warriors. High price, but you get what you pay for. Each of the Kukui is worth ten fighters from any other company. Though you're still not getting ten fighters. It's, uh... Smaller force, but honorable, true to their word. Safia Dawnhill is a gem of a woman. Safia Dawnhill? Safia Dawnhill. 
They're noble and deal fairly. Yeah, yeah sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the others, well, mercenary company may not be the best descriptor, but the burning ones happen to be in the valley right now. That's a fun name. Uh, they are a death cult. Ooh! Ooh, tell us more! Uh, They take money for their services, obviously, or they wouldn't be in Nakama. Uh, But they don't do what they do for them. Cash. They're all adherents of the rage, the the burning coal in the belly of all mankind. Oh, yeah, we know him. Oh. Yes. Yes, they fight because that is what their god commands. So they're led by a man who's known only as Char. Uh, oh no! Char, the burning ones. I don't um, know. They sound a little overdone. Is it? Isn't that? Uh, that is that? That god's Orestes' dad, right? Yeah. yeah. I think things could get hot if we hire them. Wow! <laughs> Good one, Fran. Mary. Mary looks thoughtful at this and signs. Didn't Orestes say that his father doesn't actually know about him? Do you think that would make Raskar want to side against Torva? Or would... Oh, because Torva cocked him. Oh. Or would he prefer to fight... I mean, they're brothers, right? Sort of, in the way gods are brothers. They're... I feel like that makes them more enemies than if they were strangers. Yeah, but I don't think we should be rubbing elbows with Raskar. I, I mean, I just have a feeling... But narratively, it would be interesting. Narratively, <laughs> I mean, it would be interesting. Don't get me wrong, it would be narratively interesting. <laughs> but at the same time... From a logical standpoint, I don't know, it just seems kind of like a wild card. Yeah, but like, sometimes that's what you need to, to win a battle against a crazy... I mean, what? I just, I mean, it's like, I don't know what we need to tell you about wild cards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying... Here's oh. what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking, because I, I see your points, like, but... They might hurt the Estrans. That would be bad, but if we could get them to side against Torva organically, based on internal political god conflict. We wouldn't yeah. even have to hire we them. We wouldn't even have to pay them. And, and then, we could also hire another mercenary service. Okay, uh, okay. Have even more troops. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think if we're gonna hire somebody, we should go with the Kukui. Yeah. Yeah. Safia is a, a excellent commander, and I will say a personal friend of mine. Well, friend may be a strong word. Yeah, acquaintance. Bet. Acquaintance may be oh, a strong word. Oh, you guys are fucked, huh? Ah! Uh, and uh, Odo looks at you, Corbin, and, and then bends down and steeples their fingers. I don't know and what very, that means. I've just heard people say it before. Shut the fuck up, Odo steeples their finger and looks at you very s- sincerely, Corbin, and says, I wish. <laughs> mm. That's fair. <laughs> no, no, actually, uh, we go far back. Okay. Mary Mary turns away from Ono to sign to you guys and signs. It sounds like they don't like each other. It sounds like Ono very much likes Safia, and Safia probably rightly hates Ono. Yeah, I think Corbin's got the long and short of it. Unless Odo wants us to hire Safia so that Safia dies. No! Uh, Odo Odo (laughs) says, I would like to make you aware that while I cannot see what this lovely young lady is uh, signing with her hands. I can hear the rest of you perfectly fine. Uh, oh, so I was right then, right? Who is right? Who's right? Uh, it's not important. Anyway. Oh, who, oh no. Who would you like me to make introductions with first? 
Well, okay, hold on. What's the what are the percentages chances of Safia killing you on sight? Oh, Safia wouldn't be able to kill me on sight. Oops, sounds like a man who will be killed on sight. Look, I'll protect Ono if it comes to that. But uh, my hero. Don't talk to me, Slake says. And <laughs> they're they're uh, <laughs> blushing a lot. <laughs> Slake, uh, right in front of us. Shut up. Gross! <laughs> so, who do you guys want to talk to first? I mean... I think we probably should do Safia? Yeah, because I feel like, personally, I do think we should definitely hire the Kukui and then yeah. see if we can yeah. sway the burning ones. Because I, I, like, think, I think that's a great plan. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. Okay. All right. So, you're going to go uh, talk to the Kukui warriors first, right? Yes. Okay. So, Ono uh, leads you out onto the street and says, mind the brawl. So uh, the brawl, which started so quickly, is already tapering off as everybody has uh, either fallen over or retreated. The doors of the Lucky Lamia are now dark. All of the fairy lights that were illuminating the entrance have disappeared. And Ono sort of gives a, a little, like, mm, look and says, seems Wiley and his Lamia aren't getting along so well. Seems like it. Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> All right. This way. And uh, Ono leads you out to uh, a main street and then sticks a hand out and a palanquin pulls up next to the place where you are standing. And the uh, the four people who are carrying the palanquin sort of look at you all and then look at Ono and hold out a hand and Ono looks at them and shakes their head and holds out their hand but lower and then the the palanquin driver holds out their hand but higher (laughs) and then Ono sighs and goes all right all right and then turns over to you guys and says all right pay them (sighs) how much is this gonna cost wait why do we need a palanquin (laughs) can't we just walk Ono looks at you and says well I thought maybe you didn't want to get robbed on the way there, but if you'd like to get robbed on the way there, we can we can walk. Okay, so you're saying, all right, okay. How, how much does a palanquin cost? Well, I tried to get them to go a bit lower, but they're insisting a bit higher as there's you know, just five of us, and that's a bit fair, so a bit higher than average. What's average? Bitch, give us a number. <laughs> oh, you know, as much as seems right. I hate this. I hate this, uh, I hate this so much. Give them a gold coin. I give them a gold coin. The palanquin uh, carriers all look at each other and nod, nod, and they nod, and they nod, and then they gesture for you to get in. Nice. That was too much. Jesus Christ, <laughs> way overpaid. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Be careful flashing that gold around the city. I don't know if you've noticed, Ono, but we can handle ourselves. I believe you can. Still, I'm not the only uh, adherent of the Kiloni in this city. We all get along. Mm, sometimes. Now, off we go, and uh, they lean out of the palanquin and say something to the the carriers, and then they're you're off into the streets. You guys are in a palanquin carried by like four people. Okay. Um, which like as you're looking around, you realize very quickly that Ono did in fact get you the most expensive form of transportation available to Nakama. They are absolutely spending your money um, (laughs) for for luxuries for themselves because there are these palanquins which are carried at a very even pace through the streets of the city, but there are also little rickshaws that are zooming by and there are big carts plodding along being pulled by big Clydesdale-like horses. Great. 
<laughs> and uh, Ono directs the palanquin drivers and you guys end up, it's about a 15 minute ride in the palanquin before you end up in front of a tavern. And uh, Ono leads you inside and this tavern is, it feels like you've just stepped into a ballad of some kind. There are all of these warriors in various sort of mismatched, but very nice, well-cared-for armor. And all of them, somewhere emblazoned on their armor, is a bear in various poses of aggression or attack. And uh, Ono says, Welcome to the current home of the Kukui Warriors. The And I lean back like out of the door to look at the sign and says, the Sleeping Bear Tavern. Oh, that's cute. I love that. Safia, did you rename the tavern? I love it. And you see a woman with brilliant gold hair who was leaning over a table and she looks up with absolute murder in her eyes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as she spots Ono, she turns to the man next to her and says, Eric, my sword? <laughs> and uh, Eric pulls out a big great sword from under the table and hands it to Safia and she takes it and nods a very polite thank you and then points one finger at Ono and says alright round two <laughs> and Ono says wait 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 and, and immediately ducks behind Slake I I sigh and I say I knew this would happen I mean listen Ono I get it though now that I've seen her I get it and she is six feet tall, another foot of hair on top of her head. Oh, my God. Just a cascade of huge gold curls that go down to her waist. And she's dressed in silver plate armor and high leather sandals you know, that strap up her up to her thighs with greaves on. And she's just like a oh. statuesque Amazonian type woman. And uh, she slows her approach as Odo hides behind you, Slake. And Fran is saying, round two, round two, round two. <laughs> I say, as funny as it would be, I think we better uh, try to be a bit more diplomatic here. And uh, Safia narrows her eyes and says, Ono, what have you dragged into my tavern? And Ono says, paying customers, paying customers. I come bringing a peace offering, Safia. See? Money. Just, like, money comes and money goes. And now I've brought you money. And Safia says, yes, last time you took my money. Oh, shit. And Ono says, that was a misunderstanding. It was not a misunderstanding, Ono. It was a misappropriation. <laughs> oh, no, why don't you let us do the talking? All right, I'll do the drinking. And uh, <laughs> Ono leaves you. And On your own tab, bitch! <laughs> and uh, oh no, just, just give you a little wave. Slake pinches the bridge of their nose. Mary leans over to Fran and says, How much you want to bet that we're going to have to pay their tab? I wouldn't take that bet, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, oh no, goes to the bar and Safia looks at you and says, Well, if you've associated yourself with that type, I don't know how much I want your money, but I'll hear you out for the sake of getting back what I am owed from that rascal. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say associated. It's more like just kind of showed we up. We just met him. We're basically strangers. <laughs> but uh, we do have money. Yeah, we have a lot of money. And we have some money. Safia. You know, had hardly any money, but enough money. Have, a reasonable, a reasonable and fair amount of money. We have a... You want this money. A normal amount of money for somebody who could hire everybody under your employ. At a fair price, 
And uh, no more than that. And no more than that. Safia rests her. <laughs> she, and, and, and we will not be discussing the origin of the money either. <laughs> what? Safia rests her big sword on her shoulder and looks at the, the four of you appraisingly and then says, Well, I see you're learning the rules of Nakama. Slowly, but I suppose you're learning. Correct me if I'm wrong, it just seems like you're not from here. Oh. What was your first clue? Born and raised. <laughs> well, it was shouting about how much money you have. <laughs> Come, sit at my table. Tell me your tale. We'll see if the, your price matches your intent. Oh, boy. She brings you back to the table where she was, and there's a, a big map laid on top of the table, and, like, there's a knife stuck in it, and, oh, you know, yeah. clearly they were, they've been planning something here. <sighs> mm-hmm. And uh, the man that she was standing with, he's a, a tall, red-haired, like, really brilliantly red-haired half-elf. Hmm. And uh, he's big, brawny dude, thick, full beard. Yes. Uh, and he has a, a bear claw tattoo across his shoulder. And he he looks at, you, at the four of you and then looks at Safia and says, mm, you're going to talk to the people that Ono brought? And Safia waves her hand and says, I have a feeling about this. Go see if you can learn anything from our patron. And Eric nods and heads off. Patron? You mean Ono? <laughs> oh, no. No, Ono's gods are their own. No, our patron is Kukui, the noble bear. Oh, uh, does, does Slake know that that is, like, the bear god? Yeah, yeah, Slake, you would absolutely be familiar with Kukui. Kukui is the, the god of bears. Oh, cool. What do I know about Kukui? Roll me a religion check to see how much you know. Let's see what I know. Three? <laughs> three! Uh, with three, you know no more than that. They are uh, the god of, of bears. They uh, tend to patronize warriors and also foragers. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, like we love animal gods. Yeah, I was just gonna right? say animal gods. Guys? Love yeah. me. We're super into them. Yeah. We love them. We love them. Hmm. Interesting way to put that. Safia <laughs> like, settles back and she's got a big tankard of ale and she takes a sip of it and says, Which gods? Well, um, uh, the ones that you. Well, uh, we, uh, uh, of the ones that you know, the boar god. Loves us. My yes. god is like a big beetle. Yeah. What about uh Hugh Hugh? No. No, no, no not, not, that, that one. not that not one. That one. Not that one or I the snake. I was just naming ones I know. But the ones that like us is it's the boar god, Varhara. Yeah, he's like our dad. Yeah. Interesting. I had heard that Hugin was dead. He, we didn't know. We, we didn't say Nobody said Nobody said anything about Hugin. Nobody said that. No one and we don't know who killed Hugin either if you're no. asking that, so but if we did know they had huge muscles. Yeah, if we did know they well, had I mean, enormous I, I wouldn't, muscles. I wouldn't say huge. No, they were really big. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure they were, um, you know, uh, normal. Well, whoever it was did a great service to the world. Oh, well, okay. It was like It was like It was like It was like I mean, I, I, don't, I don't like to brag. And uh, Safia... Well, it was all of us. Yeah, but, but like, it was mostly But Slake. it was like really. Guys... And their muscles bulge. Okay, stop, stop it. Making me blush. I sense no lies in your words. Though that is uh, uncommon for those traveling with Ono. Yeah, I bet. Like I said, we just met them. Yeah, we them. literally just met them. Mary says, I think they're just here to spend our money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How old are they, by the way? <laughs> Slake! Wow. Oh. Safia shrugs. 
Who knows with the Killini? Yeah, I figured. Adherents of the Killini tend to be either very short-lived or very long-lived, in my experience. Yeah, that makes sense. How long have you known him? Oh, I, um, that's a very long story, and I'd rather not get into it. But we have known each other a very long time. Hmm. Well, it's like you got some competition. <laughs> I, I didn't! <laughs> what are we talking about? I'd prefer if we don't talk about Ono. Oh yeah, me too! <laughs> and uh, Safia cheers as you. <laughs> nice. So... You're here as paying customers to hire my company, my fighters. Right. And you will pay a price no more than what is fair, but you don't know what fair is. We oh. know, and that's how we know that that's what we have, because we already know. Yeah. Now I do sense lies in your words. No. Well, <laughs> we will pay you. Uh, Give us a minute. Let, let, it, let me make this easier for you. We... Well, we're a mercenary company and we work for pay, but we do not choose our assignments, or rather we do not choose our prices, based on simply greed. We are here to fight good fights. Oh, cool. Well, Hell yeah. We can do that for you. Tell me what you would have us do, and we will come to an arrangement. If I believe your cause is just. Okay. How, how much should how we... How blunt should we be? I will have you guys roll a persuasion for this. Okay. So yeah. do you want to roll first and then decide how uh, oh, what you're going to say idea. based on your are roll? We, are we all rolling? Let's all roll and then whoever rolls the best can use... Or what do you think, Kat? The one who talks. I will say, considering you have all been participating in this conversation, we'll, I'll let you all roll and you can... Okay. Uh, well, I'm not going to be doing it. Yeah, I got a four. Shit. Cool. I got an 11. Okay. I got a 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Corbin, you got a three is what you said? Got a four. Oh, a four. A four. four My huge mistake. difference. My mistake. Huge okay. Difference. Well, uh, Slake, you rolled highest, so I'll, you're, you should uh, lead this. Lead that with a 12 in mind. Okay, okay. Let's see. You know that island that fell from the sky? Mm, I'm familiar. Well... These guys, and I gestured to Fran, Corbin, and Mary. I shook him peace signs. Mary, I wave. Mary gives a little wave as well. That island was their home, and the reason it fell was Torva, who you probably are familiar with if you've been keeping up with current events. <laughs> and historical events, yes. I do not think there is a person in the world who is not familiar with Torva. Yeah, it's a damn shame. Uh, so the reason that we need an army is because, well, uh, if we don't uh, stop Torva now, uh, basically uh, the whole world's going to kind of go the way of Estra. That is the island in the sky. Worse, worse though, because some of the Estrans survived. I do not think that will be the case if Torva does what he wants to do. He's going to enslave the forces. Enslave the forces? Is such a thing possible? Uh, I mean, he's yes. been trying to do it for like thousands of years, so he maybe he knows better than we do. He's got some resources, I say, and I kind of look uh, awkwardly over it at Mary. And uh, yeah, he does have a plan for it that we, we need to prevent. I see. <sighs> so Ono brings me children telling God's tales and asking for my help. Safia looks at you, tapping on the table, and then looks over her shoulder, 
where Eric, her second, is coming back from a back room. And he nods to her. She nods back, says, Well, you are in luck. I am less than convinced by your story, but it seems that our god is on your side, and therefore we will take your contract. Oh, thank god. Uh, yeah, we told you the animal god loves us. Yeah, god's we plan. are. We, are, we love animal gods. Yeah. <laughs> However. A normal amount. What you have proposed, well, it puts myself and my people at significant risk. You are asking us to fight the army of a god. I assume you have other allies. Yeah. yeah, yes, we do. Yeah. I mean, it is it is dangerous, and we, we do want everyone going into it to know that. I see. And where will this battle take place? Oh. I guess? Uh, like on another continent, but it's fine. We can get you there, like, lickety-split. It's, like, no problem. We've got magic users on our side. Actually, I guess we could just make another vine, huh? Well, I mean, it'll only last about seven seconds, but... <laughs> Very good. Mary Sands, I thought it was ten. Oh, sorry, I was confused. Thinking of something else. And uh, Safia nods again and says, I see, I see. Considering the travel involved and the risk to my company, I think a fair price, 10,000 silver. Which, that is most of what you got from Wiley. Uh, well, but, um, I mean... I mean, I guess that is what the money's for, and we are asking them to take on a pretty big risk. 9,000 silver! Corbin, roll okay. roll the haggle. Roll persuasion. <laughs> What'd you get? Six. <laughs> no, I think I said ten. Oh. 9,500. Ten. Uh, here's the thing. This is all the money from the people who survived that island falling... Literally everything they have. They need food and supplies, too. Yeah, they really won't have anything left. I can roll for some. Yeah, one of, you got, one of you's got to roll. Right yeah. now it's, right now we're in a, uh... Oh, please say you rolled good. Please say you rolled. Nope, roll. I got an 11. <laughs> uh, you, you did better than me. I got a fucking five, so... Wow. All right, nope, nope. Safia says, you are asking me to take my people to another continent to fight a god's army in a very desperate situation, as you've described. Ten is my final offer. Hey, Ono, you have any money? <laughs> you, you, you see Ono at the bar, and they just cheers you with a very expensive-looking cocktail. You're, pay you're paying for that yourself, buddy. We just spent all of it over here. <laughs> This fucking guy. Uh, um, yeah, I, I sadly start handing over money. Do we have anything left, Kat? You've got, you've still got, I would say there's 4,000 silver left between the four of you. Okay. Okay, okay. well, we can use that towards, yeah, helping out the Estrans. Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. Buying supplies and such, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so you, you hand Safia the money. Yeah, I sadly start handing it over with, like, big eyes being like, oh, I guess little Timmy won't get his new leg. <laughs> And as you say that, she, she takes the purse from you and says, and my man Olaf will be able to afford a new leg once it is chopped off in your battle. Okay. You didn't talk about your friends like that. Damn. <laughs> Touche. All right. So once you, once you have put all of the money in front of you, Safia looks up at her second at Eric and he gives us a nod. And she nods back at him and sweeps all of the money into her bag and says, all right, give us a day to mobilize. 
we will uh, meet you in the field outside of the west gate, and you may direct us where you will. The kukui are your swords, your claws, your spirit. From this moment forward until your battle is done, we fight at your side and at your command. As long as you are loyal to us, we are loyal to you. Thank you. Deal. And uh, she holds out a hand. We all we all grab at the same time. Yeah, we, we all, all grab at the same time. And shake it. Savia sort of shakes your hand and then looks at Mary. And we're really serious and solemn. Yeah, we're and really serious. Really serious and solemn. <laughs> and once all three of you are done shaking hands, Mary holds out her hand and she and Safia, you know, clasp forearms. Handshake of kings. Mm. Whoa. Whoa. Not as Mary. good as ours. Mary. Not as good as ours. <laughs> I mean, yeah, ours was better, but Mary, damn. Oh, I thought it was really cool. Oh, well, I mean, it had I less mean, people, did so it's not as good. Did you see ours, Slay? No, less... I mean, ours was good. I just I, like, I had more people, so it was better. Oh, Mary, yeah. I didn't know you knew how to do that. Yeah. Mary uh, signs, it's the perks of being a god. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the Kukui Warriors are now bought and paid for. They will be available tomorrow morning for you guys to take. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so once once that is done, Ono slides back over to you and says, Look, we have delivered what we have promised. Noble warriors for your cause. And in recompense, I do sh- certainly hope that you would take pity on such a poor soul who has so little to their name for all we gave, the- you, we gave you the teeth bag yeah we gave you the fucking teeth we already paid you what do you want i warned you when we got here we would not pay your tab this is called boundaries learn your lesson you can stay here and wash dishes if you need to Slake, we'll wait don't outside. give in slake slake I, why, why are you looking at me <laughs> do not give in i wasn't Oh no, oh no, sensing weakness. <laughs> looks at you, Slake, and says, It is only a few silver. If you like. could speak to the barman, I would be very grateful. My god and I would certainly have a debt to repay you. Slake, don't do it. I'm not, but, okay, but I'm just going to say this. I mean, and it's not because, look, I, I, I'm just saying, like, I mean, the colony wouldn't be bad to have like a little bit You think bit of- that depends on this this, this bar single- payment? Okay, but- <laughs> <laughs> you think the Colony are gonna like be the clo- they don't give a shit? Yeah, but this guy has Jondal's mask. So? Oh no, gives you big puppy eyes. <laughs> Whatever. You're an idiot, I say, and I shove a couple silver into Ono's hand. Oh, Ono uh, gives a big like- flourishing bow. Hey. And then waves to the barkeep and says, look, money! And uh, <laughs> tosses it their way. Let's go. And Ono says, yes, quickly. That was not enough to pay off my tab. Everyone, I want to apologize in advance if you hear any popping sounds during this recording. Uh, apparently, it's some sort of a, a national holiday uh, at the time uh, of my recording this. I don't understand it. Uh, but uh, don't worry, I'm still here to deliver you the mid-roll. Dear listeners, it's me, your humble postmaster, Errol. Yes, that's right, I changed my name. Thank you so much to everyone who sent kind words about it. Changing your name is a weird process, but rewarding also. 
It's going to be a little bit before the episodes catch up to my name change since they were recorded a while ago. But yes, I've decided to really commit to the whole spiritually being an old man thing I have going on over here and choose a name that reflects that. I hope you'll bear with the transitional period of name limbo in the meantime. We've a busy mid-roll ahead of us, so let's begin. As you know, I am Postmaster here at Legend Lark, and I have a thank you to bestow for an exciting piece of post sent our way by Alec and Hannah. Not me from the past, mind you, but a different Hannah, unless there's some multi-dimensional shenanigans going on that I'm not privy to, which I suppose is always possible. Anyway, Alec and Hannah, thank you for your sweet note and the lovely Let's Summon Demons shirt. After careful deliberation, we bestowed it upon Noelle as our resident demon summoner. It was such a delight to get this in the mail. Thank you for pepping up our post box. If you'd like to pop some premium post into our P.O. box, you can find our address at legendlark.com contact. But maybe you're not into sending mail to other people. Maybe you prefer having things mailed to you. Well, good news, my friend. You have your chance with the Legend Lark Cliptacular Giveaway. How does it work? You clip a favorite bit of audio from our podcast, upload it to the platform of your choice, and you're entered to win fabulous prizes. And one lucky winner will get their character featured as a cameo in the final battle of this campaign. Imagine! For more details, check out legendlark.com slash clip2023. You know what else you get for entering? You get thanked in the mid-roll! So, thank you so very much to... Bestie Tom Tom, Sir Tom Tomington Thompson, the 343th, Rose, the one, the only, person dude guy yup yup, and Kitty Kablam. What's that? You want things mailed to you, but you want to offer us currency in exchange for the assurance that you will be receiving something, with all chance and ambiguity removed from the equation? Well, good news for you as well. We have an online store. And what good timing, it's the Legend Lark Summer Sale. That means 10 to 15% off all items in the store until I stumble back from the Shakespeare Festival in early September. We restocked our Roll to Fall in Love mugs. We've got hats. We've got pins. We've got stickers. I would recommend our soft, breathable Dames Classic T-shirt 2.0, ingeniously designed by Juniper and expertly printed by Minneapolis's own afternoon printing. The design comes in white or pink, and you gonna love the way you look. Woo! You know what else is on sale in the Legend Lark store? Ad reads and personal messages. So, without further ado, here's one from Adventurer's Codex. Adventurer's Codex is a tool to help you manage your D&D and TTRPG games. Players can use Adventurer's Codex to manage their characters. Track your HP, spell slots, weapons, items, and more in one convenient place. Adventures Codex even tracks your short and long rests and resets your magic items at dawn. DMs can use Adventures Codex to build campaigns, track player progress, and even manage initiative. Adventures Codex also connects entire parties, allowing the DM to see character stats in real time. The party chat makes it easy to share links or images with the group. And the exhibit allows DMs to share images, text, and more with a single click. Adventurer's Codex is free to use, so if you'd like to check it out, go to adventurerscodex.com and sign up. If you like it, please consider becoming a patron on Patreon. That's adventurerscodex.com. Dang, what a neat tool! I should really try that out instead of my haphazard pile of loose papers. But enough about my vital records. 
Let's thank our vital supporters on Patreon. Your support is so, so appreciated. We know it's a tough time for most folks right now, and you choosing to lend your support to us making this crazy thing means so much. Thank you also to our new patrons, Sweet Pepperbush, Theo, Michael Owens, Five Foot Goliath, Ray Tang, and Madison Wheeler. You're beautiful. I'd also like to thank our most recent reviewers on Apple Podcasts. Reviewing the show is another wonderful way to show your support and hopefully expose our hard-hitting discussions of hot-button topics like the man who lives in Juniper's elevator shaft and how to eat a kiwi to new audiences. So, many thanks to Ray Tangerina and Person Dude Guy Yup Yup. There he is again! Thank you kindly. Listeners, I'm sorry that there's no specific premise for this mid-roll. I know normally I'd insist on coming to you as a whimsical train conductor or a Gilded Age robber baron or some shit, but I'm afraid I'm merely Errol today. I'm sleepy and I need to be interred in my cozy little grave. But first, a message to Chantel. Chantel, the code word is Thunderthighs TM. You know that sleeper agent is active. You gotta go! You are escorted out back onto the streets of Nakama. So what do you guys want to do next? Well, we were going to try and hit up that death cult. Yeah, the burning bitches. Yes, the burning ones. All right. You you express that to Ono, and Ono says, oh, you want to talk to them also? I mean, yeah. I mean... we're gonna we're gonna manipulate them into joining the cause. Yeah, be fine. Yeah, you'd love that kind of thing, right? Oh no. Was your interaction with Safia a display of your best manipulation abilities? Uh, no, no, we were we were no. not trying to manipulate Safia. We yeah. wanted to do a uh, uh, legitimate business, deal. honest business. That was a professional transaction, and we're not good at that. <laughs> but we are good at. Manipulating, manipulating people. <laughs> anyway, if you're so good at manipulating people, why don't you do it? Yeah, oh no. Oh no, they terrify me. <laughs> well, sure, but I mean, you'll be fine. We're here, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll show you where they are, but I will. No, uh, mm, I will be on the outskirts. I will be actually. I will stay on the inside of the town gate. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so oh no, again. Hails another palanquin. No, 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 we don't need them. No, we're walking because there's we nothing left to rob yeah, on it's us. it's fine. <sighs> All right, well, Wait, look, let's, let's take one of the, the Let's take one of the smaller things. Hi, and an Ono flags down a rickshaw and you guys all squeeze into it and it's a little bit tight. Uh, ono takes you out to the northern gate where the rickshaw drops you off. And when Ono kind of says, oh, no, take us out of the city, the rickshaw is like, no, absolutely not. We're not going out there. Uh, and uh, they, they drop you off at the gate instead. Oh. And uh, you see that there are a lot of guards on this gate, like way more than any of the other gates that you've gone through or anywhere else in the city that you've been, actually. Yeah. Uh, and they look at you a little askance as you approach. And one says, halt. I would not advise uh, exiting out of this gate. The western gate is open, however, and uh, the road will loop back up north. Why? Is there like a death cult squatting outside of the city or something? 
Yes. <laughs> if you exit the city by this gate, then you do so at your own peril. Yeah, that's fine. Do you have any tips? Go to the western gate and loop north. No, but I mean, if you were going to, I don't know, try to, uh, say, manipulate the death cult into fighting another death cult of sorts. Oh, uh, don't. Oh, no, okay, but like, if, well. we, if we did, though, guys. I mean, oh, no, uh, you've probably run into some scrapes with the death cult. So, uh, do you have any hot tips for interacting with them? Hmm, hot tips? No. Uh, only that they are violent by nature, and uh, they make their home in the mountains north of Nakama. They only come to town once every few seasons to pick up whatever work they can as mercenaries of a kind. Most of what I know is that one should not engage with them unless they truly are desperate, which I suppose you must be if you are hanging out with you. Don't flirt Ooh. right now, Slake. <laughs> That's oh. not and Ono puts a hand over their heart like you've just shot them. You wound me. You wound me. Um, I just am wondering if we want to actually go or if we want to, like, use illusions and just, like, make them think that they have discovered that Orestes exists. Yeah. From the their fuck? own intel. What was How our, would we do that? What was our last read on Orestes? <sighs> because he is just, like, a straight up and down asshole, right? Like, he yeah. wouldn't... But he's working for... He's working for Torva. And Orestes is Raskar's kid. Yes, but... So, uh, Phelan and Orestes' mother was... That's right. ...was a member of the tribe that the Burning Ones... uh, The Burning Ones tribe that lives up in the mountains. And she was given as uh, a wife to Raskar. Not really her choice. And had a pretty horrible, traumatic time of it. And then when she got pregnant... Torva came and was like... Wanna come with me instead? Yeah, wanna come with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, okay. Because otherwise, you know, I I was not going to live. She was she was ready to throw herself into the void. Mm-hmm. And so she went with Torva instead and then had Orestes and then had another child by Torva, Phelan, and has lived in the Torvaic temples ever since oh. as, both, as both hostage and honored guest. Mm-hmm. I just realized if we lead... Um, Raskar to knowing about the kid, mm-hmm. about Orestes, mm-hmm. he might go after Phelan's mom. Yeah, but I mean, she's with Phelan right now. Yeah, she's oh, you're right. Yeah, That's yeah, true. yeah, she's yeah. she's fairly safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Orestes doesn't like give a shit, right? Like he's fine being with Torva or unclear. Does Orestes okay. know that he's Raskar's kid? Yes, he knows. He but knows, Torva and he there is uh, there was the reason that Raskar didn't want a kid. Um, so that, that was oh, the thing. A prophecy. Yeah, there's a prophecy that Raskar's blood will betray her. You know, there's basically that mm-hmm. that prophecy prophesies that Orestes will kill Raskar. Interesting. So he, Cassandrea, got pregnant. She was ready that she was going to die because right. he kills he, he kills his kill wives her. whenever they get pregnant. Yeah. Oh, right. So okay. Yeah. Could we kill two birds with one stone? Well, if it we sounds get like Raskar to go, and then arrest. If Orestes is there, maybe Orestes will just kill Raskar, and then we kill Torva, and then bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom, <laughs> bada <laughs> bing, bada boom. It's inevitable, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's inevitable, so we have no moral responsibility. We have no moral responsibility. It's inevitable. Whatsoever. It's a fact that we're gonna get down it's to a it. Bada so bing. tell me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So what? Do you, what's your guys gonna? What's your approach gonna be? this okay this is risky 
Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is very risky. You are dealing with a very volatile group here. Right. Okay, good point. Okay. So do you guys are you guys discussing this uh in character as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we would have gone away from the guards to like discuss yeah. our game yeah. plan. Yeah. yeah. So Mary Science, but how do we know if and when they show up to fight that they won't just fight everybody? That's a good point. I mean, it is likely that they might try to do that. I mean, if Raskar is raging against Torva, then I think we have a pretty good you know, bet that they're going to rage against Torva's people more than anyone else. But yeah, we but don't what know Raskar. do is if we know they're going to go, we could have them be the first wave, and we would hold our people back and keep them secret and safe. Yeah. Until Raskar's people are all dead, Orestes oh. has killed Raskar, and then we go in and we mop up. I mean, that is a very... Calculated! Uh, That's a visceral plan. Thank I you. like it. Thank you. Hey, thanks, friend. It's not a bad plan. Mary. I mean, morally, it's bad. Morally, it's an, it's horrible, but I don't care. <laughs> Mary Science, if we're going to do this, then we need some way of knowing where these burning ones are if we're going to use them as... Uh, cannon fodder. We could send Burgerger to follow them to track their movements from the sky. That's true. We could do that, yes. Mary, Mary Science. Corbin, what about that horrible little slug? My boy. <laughs> oh, that's My true. We son. Could, we could send Gary and then we can track Gary, right? We could. Are you kidding me? I have a psychic connection with Gary. Oh, we are sharing thoughts at all times. I don't know if that's literal, but... (laughs) But yeah, we could send Gary. But if anything happens to him... I'll be really sad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cycling back to the moral implications of this... I don't think we need to do that. That seem important. Uh, Oh, oh no. The adherence of Raskar. I mean... And Ono gives a little shiver and goes, ooh... I don't like I don't like hearing that name. Right. So if we, you know, didn't involve them in this, what do you think they'd likely be spending their time doing? Oh. Well, they only ever come to town because they need money. Uh so I assume they would be hired by someone else to fight some petty land war or they would go raiding on their own. And they're like into this stuff, right? Yeah. Like, you, r- like really into it. You could say that. <laughs> uh, when you say it like that, it sounds really weird. They're, it's a death cult, Slate. I mean, I guess it They're is. They're not going to be, like, weaving flowers and skipping through the fields. All right, all right. I just, you know, I just wanted to cover our bases, they, that's all. They worship their god through killing and maiming others and themselves. Oh, I just wanted to make sure we were going in. With all the information. (laughs) I still think you shouldn't go in, but that's just me. If you do, and you run afoul of them, I think it would be best if you left your bag with me. (laughs) Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. You sly dog. You're trying to get us, and it's not going to work. Get out of here, you scamp. (laughs) All right, so, uh, so do you guys have a plan? So, like, I mean, I could make, like, a an illusion of, of a Torva soldier who could, like, have a, like, note that they're delivering about Cassandrea's son, Orestes, and, like, how something's going on with him, and then they could, like, find it when this guy dies, and they could be like, oh, my God. Oh, I'm so, so, sorry, did you say you would make a man? 
he would, I could, I can. Play a nurse, baby. No, um, I can make a fake man for up to 10 minutes. <laughs> Only 10 minutes? Corporeal though, or is it? I mean, I don't know, like maybe, maybe he's on fire. I mean, Rose and his message is not. <laughs> Rose's message. <laughs> well, if you need a body. What? You have a body? Besides the fine form standing before you, no, I do not have another body. But this is Nakama. Is that, is that your body? Oh, can we, are we going to go to a morgue? Oh, so like we could. <gasps> I can reanimate dead people. What? <laughs> Corbin! <laughs> everybody, everybody looks at Corbin. Have you been studying Not, about this? Uh, well, just, you know, like, it's it's fat, it's fascinating, right? Everyone's what? interested in what? that stuff. Where did you learn how to do this? Even I don't know how to animate dead people, Normal is normal druid stuff. Mary Science, did Moonin teach you this? Uh, it came about during... Did Pavia? Uh, maybe Pavia. <laughs> what do you mean, maybe? I mean, I just can do Carmen it. Carmen practices a lot of fucked up stuff, and some of them, some it. of them solidify into spells, and some of them don't. But I didn't know that they were doing this kind of fucked up stuff. Carmen uh, winks. Uh, there are. All right. Well, maybe that's a better idea then. So like, they don't there disappear. Are conditions, though. Uh, let me see. Oh, really? There's conditions about bringing people back. Shut from the, the fuck dead. up, Frank. <laughs> Mary signs. <laughs> maybe I'm not the best judge of things, but. Doesn't this feel a little unnatural? I mean... You would say that, Mary. <sighs> Mary signs, I'm a little invested in people surviving, but not so much in taking it that far. Uh, well, we I mean, should get into it, because yeah, I feel like it's going to come in handy. I mean, technically, they're, since he's surviving, they'd be surviving past death I mean, if I while. died, Mary, you're saying you wouldn't try to resurrect me? Of yeah. course I'd try to resurrect you, See? Friend. And I'd come back wrong... And then you'd have to kill me again because something would be really, be really so wrong with me. Fran, it seems like you've thought about this a lot. I think about a lot of things. You guys. Yeah. So I can't. Uh, so there are some moral complications. Really? Uh, about raising the dead? Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I mean, I thought that's this, a huge surprise. Shut the fuck up. I thought the spell was like, you know, we would just reanimate the body and then the, the soul would still be gone and we could kind of oh. make the body do what we want. But uh oh. Actually, we would, uh, uh, it's, I would bring the person's soul back from the dead and give them a new body. What? And they would have like all their memories and stuff of when they were alive. And all their skills and stuff. So basically, we'd be bringing somebody back from the dead and then immediately killing them again. <laughs> and like, not in a weird, oh, they were. Uh, <laughs> so, what you're saying is, this is not the spell we want to use. It's probably not a good idea unless we find somebody who's horrible, but then they wouldn't want to do what we asked them, anyways. I think it's not going to work. We're back at square one. We need a way to move this body. Well, I could just make a horse. Oh, very just, smart. Put the body on the horse. Put the body on the horse. Slap put the horse the on the road. Butt. There it goes. Drop the body in the camp. Make the horse. So, so. Death call to the wall. Um, Point of clarification, Ono says, you cannot make a body, but you can make a horse. Yeah. Yeah. So we need a dead body? Yeah, no, no, no it's time no, for no, us no, to get a no, dead body. Sorry, I'm still stuck on this. Why can you make a horse, I'm but a, not a 
person. I'm a druid, it not listens. a... Horses and people are different, They're different, oh no. Oh no. And nobody but likes a pedant. But they're... All right, all right. It is the will of the gods. <laughs> you still need a dead body. Oh, well, uh, come with me. Okay. Oh, all boy. right, yes. Uh, and Ono takes you right back to the Lucky Lamia. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> but the street in front of the casino is now uh, in cleanup mode. And there is a cart there where two people in heavy black robes and big, like, plague doctor masks are uh, collecting those who did not make it through this fight. Oh, God. <laughs> cool. What the fuck? Should we pretend to be, like, the family of one of these people? Uh, oh, I mean, oh, no, no, no. Uh, don't, don't overcomplicate this. Uh, How much what? money do you have left? What? This oh. is Nakama. <laughs> Um, okay. I can't tell how, 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 uh, how much money for a body? I'm not telling you how much money we have, idiot. Touche. <laughs> anyway, it's about 50 silver. Oh, oh yeah, okay. It's high. Really? I was thinking that seems low for a body. I go up to the guys and give them 50 silver and like jerk my thumb over at the body. Make sure you get one that's actually dead. So those, some of those might be alive still. I give a thumbs up to Corbin. <laughs> uh, the the uh, undertakers take your money and say, do you want a tall one or a short one? Tall, Bulky. please. Bulky. Why? So it looks like a soldier. Yes, yes. I think we've got one of, uh, one of the greener guards here. And they just sort of like... <laughs> Shuffle through this pile of bodies and then right, pull one out horse. for you. Listen, this is fucked up, but you guys, when I grow up, I think I want that job. I'm just <laughs> not like, <laughs> like you know, like a, working. You are grown thing. up. B, you have a job. <laughs> C, what the fuck? Like you know, like to be like a an Mar- undertaker. Mary, like. Mary waves her hands and signs. We don't have time to unpack this. <laughs> Corbin, go get the horse out of the alleyway. Okay. Learned a lot of things about Corbin today. I'm worried about him. <laughs> Mary signs. I feel like maybe while Fran and I were gone, you guys went through some things that I mean, that we, maybe had an effect on him. We did. Um, but we'll all attend some really good therapy later. Yeah. I After think, all, this is over. That's a great idea. Sooner we get it done, better shape we'll be in. Corbin comes back with a horse. <laughs> All right. Hi, Corbin. <laughs> Hi. We weren't talking about you. All right. Let's get our new buddy here up on top of that horse. All right. You guys <laughs> arrange this dead body on a horse and yeah. I suppose lead it back through the streets of Nakama. Uh-huh. And um, and Fran is forging a message. Let's, uh, I think it's going to say, like, my Lord Torva. Should it be, like, in some kind of cipher, but, like, one that's not too hard? Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I can do an intelligence check on that one. Mm-hmm. And it's going to say, like, my Lord Torva, um, your son and Cassandrea's son are on their way. And then it'll, like, say some other stuff about, like, battle movements that mm-hmm. are nonspecific but accurate to what I know about. Right. Torvas. You, something um, about, you know, they are they are massing their forces in mm-hmm. Esudel. Yeah. yeah. That basically that stuff's going down on the dwarf continent. Yeah. And yep. that's where Torva is. Okay. Yeah. So uh make me an intelligence check to see how if you can split the uprights between a cipher that is believable mm-hmm. and a cipher that is easy enough for them to crack. <laughs> Whoa. So that is gonna be a nineteen. 
Ooh, a 19. Yeah, you, you do a very simple replacement cipher. Just like transpose one letter of the alphabet to the left or something like that. And I'm like so excited about it. I'm like, you guys, look what I'm doing. It's this many letters over from what it would be. <laughs> but it's also, but this one is different. And ha <laughs> ha, like, can you tell? And like, but they'll be able to crack it, so it'll be fine. <laughs> Whoa, Fran, you're like a genius. Yeah, and I'm going to put half the cipher decoder here, but not all of it. <laughs> I can't even read, like, normal stuff. I elbow Ono and I say, try to keep up. <laughs> like, what did I say about flirting? I look <laughs> over at Corbin. <laughs> what? All right, so you, you make your cipher, your fake note. Uh, do you do anything else with this body other than load him up onto the horse? We should, like, make him look like he's wearing Torvaic. Yeah, we need to make sure he looks like a Torvaic soldier. Otherwise, they're just going to be like, what the fuck is this shit? And throw it away. Yeah. Uh, does there, anybody got any purple shit? It's like, you're the magic people. I mean, yeah, but... If I they, mean, okay, yes, I've worn purple in the past. I mean, I, I did have a cloak. But I feel like if his clothes disappear after an hour, that's going to be suspicious. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Uh, and t- Slake taps the side of their head. <laughs> okay, okay. What's the person wearing now? Guards stuff. Yeah. We should draw, like, a broken tower on their, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, mm-hmm. I can use ink Chest to, like, plate. make a broken tower on them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe, like, add a purple cape. Can you... How about this? I want you guys to... Uh, Fran, since you're doing the work on this, uh-huh. roll me a deception check. Okay. You know who should help us, though? Hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is Ono's thing. Yeah, this is like his shit. Okay, well, I got 25. <laughs> Fran doesn't <laughs> need Ono's help. Wow, okay, holy shit. Yeah, Whatever, Fran never need mind. Ono's help. I have high deception now. Yeah, um, due to, due to <laughs> the oh, little, yeah, 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 yeah. your fun little uh, kiss level. So you you gussy him up. You you know put a, a white painted tower on the on the breastplate. You replace the the green uniform that Wiley had his men in with a purple cloak and and yeah you gussy him up like a like a Torvaic soldier, the like the ones you have seen many times before. Mm-hmm. And you put him on the horse. Yeah. And then we're going to take him to the gate and we're going to be like, our horse needs to get through. Yep. Okay. <laughs> These gate guards who you guys said, we're going through the gate. And they said, you shouldn't. And then you said, we're going to do it. And then, and then we then came you, back in. And then you didn't. And then you didn't go through the gate. <laughs> you left. This and time. you came back with a dead body on a horse. <laughs> Sure, they're used to this. They have to be used to this. I give them some money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah. How much? How much do you bribe them with? Um, I give them. I give them forty each. Forty each. Fuck. Yep. All right. Shit, dude. What do you? You do this this? more than the dead body was worth alone. (laughs) You guys better be grateful. Slake puts their hand like on their forehead and is like massaging. Well, Ono says the undertakers really rely more on volume than they do on individual price. Good to know. Okay. You can get a discount if you want 10 or more. Oh. Who are you? <laughs> I am a native of Nakama. Uh, right. Best city in the world. Oh. Okay. It's a city. Seems I'll, that way. I'll give it that. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, the guards are thoroughly bribed. They are okay. thoroughly bribed. They they kind of look at each other and shrug and go, "That's Nakama." All right, um, Corbin, you could like turn into a crow and like buy your horse. Yeah, yeah, I could do. I could do that. I smack the horse's ass, <laughs> and it's it goes running. 
It's like a gentle, friendly slap. Oh, well, yeah. You know, yeah. As horses, you know, as horses, they, no. they love to have their butt slapped. Yeah. And then they, it goes off running. Uh, yes. And then I turn into a, a bird and I take to the sky. And Ono just looks and blinks a couple of times and goes, what? Did he just turn into a bird? Yeah. And he can bring people back from the dead and he can't read. <laughs> Corvus personality traits summed up perfectly. What are three other things about him? <laughs> and Ono... Taps their fingertips together for, and then says, I think I now know why my gods led me to you. <laughs> well, I don't know what that could mean. <laughs> Anyways, nothing's going to go wrong. All right, Corbin. Yep. Nothing's going to go wrong. Nothing's going to go wrong. I will not be seeing any greats. I won't be landing. <laughs> I will be doing nothing but flying above the horse as it delivers the dead body and maybe circling a few times like a bird of prey would normally do. Okay, so you follow the horse. The horse gallops its way into this encampment of warriors. And from your bird's eye view, you can't see very clearly exactly what's going on. But you do see the horse gallop into the tents and cause quite a ruckus. And then immediately, everybody on the camp converges on the horse and they take it down. Oh, shit! You see, somebody throws a, a bolus, a, a string with two rocks tied to it that tangles up the legs of the horse, and the horse goes crashing into the ground, and then these people are just over it, stabbing the horse again and again and again, and just blood splatters everywhere. And some, you see somebody has, like, ripped a piece of the cloak off of this, this body and screams... After a minute, things calm down as, as the uh, blood frenzy subsides. God. And think like the, think like the War Boys from Mad Max Fury yes, Road. Like that's kind boys. of the vibe of these people. They're like painted in ash and you know very heavily scarred. They're they're wearing sort of piecemeal. It looks like what they're wearing is like what they've pro- taken off of the bodies of the people they've killed. Like so, one figure emerges from a tent. They're they're heavily scarred and uh, they're wearing a black cloak, which seems to signify that they're some type of leader. This must be Char, and Char comes through this crowd and reaches down and grabs the body and pulls the letter out from the the cloak and holds it up. And Corbin, you hear their voice. It booms out. They say, Who will read the message?
I'm just thinking about like how mad Orestes would be if he knew that we were just sicking his father's <laughs> death cult on him. Oh, it'd be so funny. Whatever. Orestes has been a dickhead to us. We could even said Torva, maybe. We could also warn Orestes if we want. Yeah, we could Fuck actually. Orestes. Yeah, I, that might not be a bad idea actually, so that we can be like, hey, your dad's come to town, bitch. I mean, whatever. I mean, when you say warn, like. Just so that he's prepared, so he. I, I suppose it's prophecy, so he's gonna kill him. It doesn't really matter if he's like ready for it. I mean, I just mean, do we have any emotional? I mean, he's sexy. Yeah, he's hot. He but, like, that's it. He won dick. the. He won the. He won the poll. He won. No, the he poll. didn't. Loria did. Uh, yeah. He won the poll. Loria. Well, that's true. Yeah, but my vote is more valuable. <laughs>